All right, Ty. Well, hey, we're back again on CSP, man. Here we are again, just like uh, old times. It's always just like old times when we get together. It is, right? Yeah. That's what I found. <laughs> um, yeah. Episode 51. That's right, number 51. Mm-hmm. Tracking we're over the hill. Yes, sir. Um, and it's getting it's getting dangerously cl- close to Christmas over here. Ty, what month is it over there in January? Are you guys about March or April now? Yeah, we are uh, seven months uh, behind, ahead of you. Oh so. wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man, it's uh, it's it's uh, June over here. Oh my God! It's summertime. I know that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that's how it worked. That would be so insane. That would be funny. Yeah, now we're in the heart of uh, deep, deep into December now. So are you seeing any snow? Is it a white Christmas for you over there, Ty? No, dude. Like, the world has gone crazy. There's been no snow over here. Um, There's been some flurries. Meanwhile, everywhere else in the world is getting snow. Texas is in, like, a deep ice freeze right now. Um, I've seen you guys got some snow over there, right? Oh, yeah. The the last few weeks, it's been kind of blizzardous. Uh, today, we, we actually had the first nice day in a while where the sun's, starting, or the sun's uh, melting the snow a little bit, but really, yeah. it's been pretty cool, man. I enjoy a snowy December. Yeah, man. I love, I was so looking forward to it. And um, even like there's places in Canada that have gotten no snow while uh, like down in Arizona, like where my mom is, they've gotten snow. Um so I don't know. Everything's backwards. And supposedly, well, I mean, everyone says that uh, Germany by now should have already had like two months of snow. Like last year, they had a white a white Halloween. So, wow. Yeah, everything's all messed up. And are the Germans as crazy about the Christmas season as we are over here? Do you guys have a bunch of festivities going on and all that good stuff right now? Yeah, Germans, it's it's weird, like, um, they don't get into, like, this, they don't get into, they, they're into it way more than us, but just not in the same way, so, like, all of their houses aren't, um, decorated, like, I'm really not seeing any decorated houses, and even when you go into major stores, there isn't a whole lot of crazy Christmas stuff, but... But like like I've said before, they will take any excuse to have a fest or some sort of like outdoor activities. So they have Christmas markets here, um, which are just like their entire downtown area is just filled up with um, like Christmas lights and trees and tons of booths selling uh, food and drink and and gifts and stuff. So. And and it's everybody goes out like every night you go down there it is crazy busy even though it's even though it's it's pretty cold it's still like freezing here but people still go out. So it's it's almost like uh, you know Germany with with Christmas Germany is like the same as uh, our Christmas is the same as Halloween it's the same as uh, Easter it's the same as any other holiday they're all celebrating just the same way right. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's like there's no difference. It's like let's. It's like it's Easter. Let's drink. It's yeah. Halloween. Let's drink. Oh, that's great. So, yeah, it's pretty cool because there's so many things to do. And like in in St. Louis, I think, um, I even I remember like when I was there, if it was really cold out, I was like, I'm not gonna go anywhere. Like I'm not gonna go to the Loop and walk around. Um, but it's totally different here. Here is like. Yeah, we're still going to go party outside. It's just going to be like really fucking cold or really wet or really, you know, snowy, whatever it is. It's like we're still going to be outside. It's just going to be that crappy weather. So so a lot of people are still drinking the, the beers that you're talking about. Tell me a little bit more about that wine that you were, you were oh. talking about before. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's uh, it's called Gluvine. Um, it's like G-L-U-H-W-E-I-N. And um, it's like the spiced, like the spiced wine that you hear about in like old medieval shows or like uh, or books or like Game of Thrones. Um, and it's just hot, usually red, and it's hot like hot wine that's got a little bit of spice in it. And that's pretty much the most popular um, drink at a lot of the at a lot of the Christmas markets. You just get one of those, um, and it's really strong too. So you have like it's a little cup. You have one or two of those, and you're not like feeling any pain anymore. 
but it's really popular. Everybody drinks it. Wow. Yeah, dude, that's man. Different, different cultures are so cool. It's like even, I know I've probably talked about whenever we would work with Nigel and he would tell us about in, in Jamaica, they would eat hot bananas for breakfast and they ate them like mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. It's insane how, how so many different cultures can find different ways to do different things with foods and drinks. Yeah, it is. And just the things that they're into is, is strange. Like they love, uh, crepes here. Um, which are just like the kind of like tortilla thing with chocolate in them or bananas in them. Um, those are everywhere. They love like, uh, like potato, potato pancakes basically. It's just like a flat potato bread. Um, yeah, it's so strange the things that they get into that we don't quite get into over there. They love anything on rolls. Um, so any kind of meat down at the, at the markets. Uh, sausages, steak, anything. It's like it's like as long as it's on a roll, then screw it, we're good. Are you getting kind of sick of the food yet? Um, no, not really. But part of that might be because whenever you like, the only time I really eat the that kind of that German food is when I go down to the Christmas market or a fest, and then by then you've had uh, two beers or two cups of glue vine and you're like, God damn, I could kill some, uh, some steak on a roll right now or some potatoes with mayonnaise, <laughs> <laughs> some potatoes on a roll. Yeah. Yeah. Anything on a roll that that's what they're into. So, wow. And, uh, I mean, I miss, I miss, I miss a lot of American foods, but yeah, I'm not, I can sacrifice a little bit of the food for being in Europe. That's all right. Yeah, and you went on a lot of sight. You you done a lot of sightseeing over. I remember I was uh, in contact with you, and you were telling me that you were taking tours around the the countryside. Yeah, I had a friend in um, in town for for about a week, um, and we just pretty much every day took off and drove uh, maybe an hour, hour and a half, two hours to some city there. And there's so many like cities, beautiful cities here that are pretty. Uh, close um so yeah we just saw awesome castles awesome towns just castles you know high up on hills that look down on little like badass little sleepy german towns and valleys and stuff um or like i was telling you like a lot of people don't realize that romans were all over uh europe and all up all up into england so there's a lot of roman ruins here um like we went to one city that was that was uh settled in like 19 BC um and it has like a roman ruins of a roman coliseum a bathhouse uh and like a huge roman cathedral so there's just so much to do here now are there any any words of uh any old crazy curmudgeons that live up in any of these castles overlooking the city any old rich billionaire curmudgeons uh, not really. Like most of the castles are all, um, are all basically like for tourists now, like they've been bought and they're privately owned and basically only for tourists. Um, so no, not, not so much. I know there's one castle we went to that was, that was almost bought by, um, who are the, uh, the, not, not the Buddhists, but like in the seventies, they were always in airports with the beads and stuff. Um, the Hari Hari Krishnas. Oh yeah, I didn't go to a lot of airports in the seventies, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you got me. Um, yeah, apparently they almost bought one like really nearby and uh, made that into some kind of base for them. But yeah, for the most part, everything has just been bought by by some by either the government or by some private business, and basically is open for tourism. Ah, that's too bad. I think every village needs a rich curmudgeon overlooking the city. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, there's some amazing. You can. There are some amazing looking houses and stuff. Massive uh, houses like high up on hills that look like uh, almost like palaces that you can tell somebody lives in them. But yeah, that's that's awesome, dude. I really I really got to come up there and visit soon. That, that would be amazing. Yeah, man, do it just to just to see like. Because the first time I drove into into the town that I'm in, um, 
it was like an alien experience. It was like coming into some alien world where the street signs were different and the signs for stores were different and the stoplights were different and cars were different. It was a really like, it was a psychedelic experience, really. Oh, I can imagine just being in a different world like that. Like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So what's been what's been going on over there? Um, you know, not really a whole lot. Um, I actually just last week I went and saw Bonnie Prince Billy. He came to town. Ooh, awesome! Yeah, it was a it was a pretty awesome show. It was at the uh, Contemporary Arts Museum, <laughs> uh, which is a great name for oh, a nice. contemporary arts museum. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's it's actually right down the street from the fox theater but he uh he did a uh it was one of the evening with type places so oh, okay. he uh just had his acoustic and played some songs it was pretty great dude that's awesome man yep um yeah. i hit up the the merch booth and i bought he has this album that that he released this year that he's only selling on the road like that's the only place you can buy it is if you go to one of his shows that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, I scooped that up and uh got to meet him. He signed this uh he he made this print of a it looks like a scroll that's got like po- poetry on it and that he wrote mm-hmm. and printed himself and uh I got that framed now, so that was really cool. Nice, man. That's awesome. That's one of those people that uh like I like him but I wouldn't I wouldn't expect to ever get the chance to see him, I guess. For some reason, I don't know. He seems like he keeps it uh, pretty low-key. He does, definitely. And just the amount of music that he's released is insane for somebody that, like, a lot of people haven't heard of. But you can tell that he just kind of wants it that way, you know? Yeah, I think so, huh? The way he does it. And, yeah, he has way more music. I couldn't, because I'd heard of him before. But when I saw his whole catalog, I was like, seriously? And it was such an intimate setting too. Like it was, it was cool. Like he was just standing up there playing songs, and then he started asking if anybody had any requests, you know. And he's mm-hmm. he's such like a hard to figure out guy. Like he's so he's such a strange dude that he'll like make jokes, and it's almost as if like he'll he'll make jokes, and then in some of his songs he talks about God and Christianity, and then you think he's a Christian, and then he'll make jokes about. You know, he'll, he'll say fuck all of a sudden, and then it's almost like he's playing a big joke on everybody, like, you can't figure me out. Uh, yeah. I dig that. He's probably just, um, I don't know, he's probably just, like, not, doesn't feel the need to explain himself or to be completely known by everybody or something. Which so is like cool. This. Yeah, that is cool. But I was going to ask you too, Ty. Now, I went to the merch booth and I, I bought a couple things and I wanted to get your opinion on um, – this is something that I'm not just going to single him out because this is something that I've seen before uh, other places and other businesses have done this. But how do you feel about the uh, the novelty like condom that has like a, like a logo on it or – you know, like he had a Bonnie Prince Billy condom that had like the, the cover of his album on it. Really? Yeah, and I'm sure you've seen those before, like just different, yeah. you know, novelty, whatever. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Um, yeah, I don't understand, like the, uh, like how you think that would help you as far as like marketing or, or I don't know. But at the same time, like I think if I had like a wad of cash and somebody was like, "Hey, you could put your face on condoms," I'd probably do it. I'd probably be like, yeah, why not? Why wouldn't I do that? Yeah, I guess it seems cool and edgy from like that perspective. Like if it's your face or your name going on it. But who's yeah. the, who's the dude that's buying the Bonnie Prince Billy condoms? And also, <laughs> you're buying one at a time. It's not like is this the way like this person buys just like a whole bunch of them so he can just always use those? Yeah, and what it like? I wonder. He must be like a super hipster, and he's gonna save it up for like the right girl or something. Gonna save it up for a special occasion. I guess. And then another thing is like, so if you like, if you're really into this like really cool band or something, and so mm-hmm. much, so much so that you buy their condom, it's like, you know, at at the point where where the condom comes into the relationship, you don't even have to impress the girl anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like, are you gonna like awkwardly pick up this yeah, condom it's... and be like, hey, look at this? You know, it's Bonnie Prince Billy <laughs> condom. 
Look what I got. Look whose uh, album is on the cover. Yeah, I think that would actually ruin shit for you if you tried that. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, I, I don't understand the marketing or what the what the thinking is behind it. I don't know that I that I would buy one, but like I said, if somebody was like, "Hey, put your face on some condoms," I, I might do it. I might be like, "Yeah." Yeah, that's that's a really good outlook. Huh? That's why I asked you about it. I wanted to get your opinion because I couldn't find any loophole for why he would be selling a condom with his album artwork on it. Yeah, right. I bet the opportunity just came up and he was like, fuck it, sure. <laughs> he probably thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I I don't know. Anytime I see uh, a condom with a logo of, of something other than a condom manufacturer, mm-hmm. it makes me automatically think it's like a joke. And that is like the, the least thing that I ever want to joke about is like a condom. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, I wonder who manufactures those. Like if there's some like generic condom like uh, like Fruit of the Loom t-shirts or something, except for condoms. Yeah, I don't know, because if that's what I'm buying, I'm going to splurge a little bit and get the fucking name brand. I'm not going to yeah. buy Bonnie Prince Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Huh. Yeah. Did you hear about um, Beyonce's new album? No. What, is it awesome? Uh, Well, you know how we are like a, a hub of... Uh, pop culture and what's going on now in the pop scene. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, actually, I wouldn't give a shit at all. I don't care about Beyonce, except what she did was pretty badass. Um, Last week, it was Wednesday, and it was about midnight. Um, She dropped a record that nobody had any clue, like, that that had even been made or anything. Um, She just dropped a record in the middle of the night, and not only that, but she dropped the record with... It's 14 new songs and 17 music videos. Um, wow. So she just dropped it. Nobody had any clue that it was supposed to be coming out, and it was just like this massive um, social media like uproar, like, holy shit, she just did this. Um, and already she's she's broken just every single record. She's sold like a million copies um, or something crazy. Yeah, a million copies in six days. Um, oh my god, which is massive. Yeah, and the sad thing about that is that that it's such big news because Beyonce did that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like anybody on the Matador label would put out something, <laughs> or it's from Sub Pop, they would Sub be like, "Well, everybody knew our album was coming out," and then like all of a sudden, you still don't know about it. Like yeah, like yeah. super chunks. Like, well, who listened to our new album? We've been press releasing it for like the last year, and nobody <laughs> even knew it was out. Nope, but this yeah is- yeah it's totally just because it's Beyonce, but uh, I gotta give her props for doing it. Yeah, I mean that's that's cool for sure. You know when when people with a, a huge audience do shit like that, that is really cool. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's like when when Russell Brand released his new stand up uh, special, he yeah. had he had a link to a uh, pirate base so you could just download it for free. That's awesome. Yeah. That's super awesome. Have you been seeing him lately, what he's been up to? Russell Brand? Yeah, he's been, like, the poster boy for, like, um, for, like, uh, like, anarchistic, anti-establishment, anti-government, like, anti, like, social hierarchy as we know it, like, he's blown up. He, He came out with some, um, he had some interview and it started, he had an interview on BBC, and uh, basically, he was just calling out like a uh, big government, big business, and um, and he's just become like the figurehead almost for this whole movement right now, which is really pretty cool. Really? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, he's gotten he's gotten really big for some. Just I guess just from that interview, he's always been like that. Like I, don't, I think people think. That he's just a you know a rich rock star looking douche or whatever, but he's actually always had really cool um, ideas on like overthrowing the the order as we know it and bringing things back to helping people and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, there's kind of a big movement brewing up around him right now. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Um, have you have you been? Uh following anything about what's going on with the Pirate Bay right now? 
Um, no, I think I read that the one of the co-founders is um, like he's in solitary and he's about to get sentenced or something like that. Yeah. But no, I don't know a whole lot. Well, I don't either. That's why I was asking you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we can find out. Yeah, it's. I know that uh, it's his name is Gottfried. Mm-hmm. But yeah, apparently, I mean. It's not like I would ever get on any of these websites or anything, but I heard from a friend that that gets on them that uh, <laughs> yeah. when, whenever he tries to access the site, it's always like it can't be found. They have to keep changing the domain, you know, um, and then they keep yeah, it down. But yeah, they're in a battle, and and it's kind of cool that Pirate Bay has become like a sort of flagship for uh, for the whole downloading movement and the free internet movement. Yeah, I know. It's it's even more than just like the the best like file sharing website. It's like they're fighting for freedom. You know, like it's crazy. Yeah, they are. I actually really don't even like Pirate Bay that much, but um, but it's cool what they're doing for sure. What don't you like about Pirate Bay? Uh, I don't know. I always I always have trouble finding um, like exactly what I'm wanting, like. I don't know. I th- maybe I just need to use their site more, but finding like uh, like using it to organize the searches that I make, and then finding the best files for it. Like I, I just have way more luck with the uh, with other sites. Like I usually use Kickass Torrents. Yeah, yeah. Or if I I don't usually use it, but my friend uses it. Or if I were to use it hypothetically. Oh, hypothetically, hypothetically speaking, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody that's listening to this conversation and not assuming it's a hypothetical, you're just way out of line right now. It's pure hypothetical. Because that's kind of what we set out to do with this with this podcast. Like, we used to have hypothetical conversations like this all the time. Yeah, we did for sure. Yeah. And then we were like, man, I wish we'd just have a forum where we could just sit and have all these hypothetical situations that we put ourselves in. What would we do just in case this happened? Just in case. Yeah, this entire podcast is actually just been one big hypothetical so none of it's been real no dude not even beyonce's album we're asking you know how would we feel if beyonce put out an album like that Mm -hmm. i just made that story up that was good too and i knew where you were going with it but it's you know (laughs) i'm i'm a wingman here so i gotta play straight man it's my job to be like wow that's really interesting there you go you did it you did well yeah so uh ty here you added a new addition to your house so what's what's going on with that Oh yeah, I just added a. Uh, it's my house is floating in a in a in a pool right now. There's a massive pool in our that our house is floating upon. Yes, got sharks in it. <laughs> That's me. I'm I'm Mr. Straight Man. Ty gives me this big list of of bullet points that I need to hit on. Mm-hmm. Ty's like, all right, so check this out. <laughs> Fix my house. Ask me about the Beyonce album, and then we're gonna talk about peer to peer file sharing. There you go. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it looks like uh, the Pirate Bay guy is in a Danish – is he in Sweden or Denmark? Oh, okay, Sweden extradited him to Denmark, and he's been in silent, solitary confinement, which she's saying is like torture. Well, yeah, man, and I don't know why they're being like so hard on this guy. Yeah, it's kind of cr- – it's got to be um, – Uh, looks like somehow he, I'm not sure, it's saying that he's facing six years in prison on charges of infiltrating the Danish social security database, driver's license database, and shared IT system used in the Schengen zone. And the Schengen zone is like all um, um, basically wealthy, rich, white European countries, so it makes it easier to travel around in them. Man. I'm not sure how. I guess okay, hacking some somehow. Yeah, but that just seems kind of like a front to get him for everything else, you know. Yeah, I have to imagine there's like outside um, pressure, like from the states or other other governments who are trying to bust them. Yeah, I don't know too much about about Swedish prisons, but it does sound like he's really getting the treatment pretty hard. It, yeah, it does. I guess. I mean, yeah. From what I've heard, uh, Swedish prisons are pretty, pretty uh, 
pretty much a cakewalk, although I'm sure any prison is not just a cakewalk, but... Right. Yeah, it does sound like they're giving him the business, huh? you got to have so much respect for that dude, though, because... He is literally giving up his life just to just to fight for whatever he you know like it's not like he wants the new Beyonce album so bad that he's got to keep making sure that it gets torrented you know it's it's just he's he's in a fight now for what he believes in. Yeah, it's just become like a a fight over like a principle of 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 like some lofty thing that he sees um, a future for, which is like free internet. And if he gives into this so easily, then you know what's going to happen further in the future. Um, for the internet, but I bet, I bet like these guys and like, that's another thing that, 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 that I think about sometimes, which is like some of these guys, um, like the guy who made Facebook or, or the guy who made, uh, I don't know the guy, like these guys who made Pirate Bay, like they were just probably some college kids who just wanted to like make a file sharing site. And it was just like fun. It was like fun and games, but at a certain point, it gets so big and so massive that it becomes more than just some fun, you know, project for you. And all of a sudden, you're in prison for a year and fighting for some like actual ideal or something. I know, and you can you can kind of go around in circles about about the whole piracy thing, like whether or not it's it's right or it's okay. I mean. I had conversations with people that were totally against it, and I'm like, okay, well, say like you you purchase a, a, a rent a movie, and then you have like a couple friends over to watch it. They're not paying to see that movie, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. what's what's the difference if if I pay for the movie and then I share it with friends online, other than having people come over to my house and watch it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That totally makes sense. And for me, I just think um, a lot of it is isn't even about like the movies or the music or isn't about that at all. It just, it's become like about control over, over the thing, like where they're able to control, you know, the file sharing or a lot of it too is, um, they're going after, uh, like internet, um, providers and stuff to try to get them to give up information on people who are doing it. Um, and like, for me, it sounds like that's just more about control over being able to access people's shit more oh yeah it's like it's like all the stories now that are going around about um um you know people being able to tap into your xbox live games and and spy Mm -hmm. on what's going on like really i don't ever play xbox live i don't have an xbox but i'm not a big online gamer but really i don't really think i would care that much if somebody was just like Mm -hmm. in the game like what the fuck are they gonna find in the game yeah yeah So that's what's going on in our world, Ty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the segment that we call what's going on in our world. It is. Well, hey, what about um, all these shootings that are going on over there? Yeah, man, shootings are crazy. Shootings? Like, um, we're over here, like, watching BBC, and every day almost there's something. There's another something that's happened. I don't know. And, you know, um, my uh, the hometown where I grew up in, Redbud... They were on mm-hmm. the news the other day because apparently uh, the grade school I went to, some uh, girl there made a kill list. Wow. Yeah, and like some of the kids that I knew, they were on the kill list, and you wow. know that's just something that you can't you can't fuck around with that now, man. With with everything that goes on, like you're gonna get in deep shit for that. Yeah. Really. Yep. It's not. It's yeah. It's not a joke anymore. If anybody finds out anything like that, you're you're in trouble. I've never even thought about making a kill list or anything like that. I was never that angry of a of a child where, you know, like I would make a list of people. Like maybe I'd make a list of people that I thought were stupid or something. But yeah, yeah. I don't even think I've ever. Yeah, done maybe that. I had a mental kill list, but I wasn't going to commit it to paper. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, it's it's fine to keep it in your head, man. But mm-hmm. whenever you put it down on paper, that's just you're you're going too far. Yeah, it's just too far. A step too far. But, you know, it's the Christmas season, Ty. People get a little crazy during the Christmas season. They do. That's what it is. They're they're anxious. It's all about uh, presents, really, trying to get the stress of trying to find presents, the right presents. Yeah, I know. And, oh, man, I love watching these Black Friday videos of, like, people getting tased. <laughs> like, a lady brought a taser to, like, a Target. 
Yeah, I saw then, that one. Yeah, oh my god. People are ridiculous. That's so nuts. Yeah, I don't know. I I just I can't imagine ever putting myself in any kind of situation like that. Like that's insane. That is crazy. By the way, I'm uh, gonna update our Twitter. So anybody that's listening to this right now, um, check out the 32 clever ways to celebrate Christmas. There are a bunch of really, really Ooh. whacked out shit on there, man. All right. So uh, I'm gonna be putting that up, and it's gonna be right next to uh, to our previous post. 16 photos hilariously ruined by dogs pooping in the background, <laughs> <laughs> which is just a gem, die. It is. I'm gonna have to check that one out then. <laughs> but yeah, what do you say? Well, while you check that out, maybe we'll take a little break and uh, we'll get caught up on some things. And you can look at these uh, the pictures of the dogs pooping. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah, dude. And then we'll pick up right where we left off on CSP. Yeah. Pizza Hut, pizza to go. Pizza Hut, pizza to go. Pizza Hut pan pizza is a special way to warm the busy holiday season. So call ahead and we'll have it fresh, hot, and ready to go. Pizza Hut, pizza to go. Okay, Ty, we're back on CSP, man. CSP, here we are again, buddy. Segment two. That's right, segment two. And uh, this could be our final segment because it's a Christmas episode and we want to make it special somehow. That's right. It's got to be some, it's got to stand out somehow. So, yeah, we, we thought that in, in, in uh, the name of the Christmas season, maybe we'll just kind of cut this one short and just kind of reflect a little bit on uh, what Christmas really means to us. It is. You you know what they could do? They could use the last half hour to reflect also. The half hour that they would be listening to us, they could just sit quietly. Oh, yes, and and think about maybe what you're thankful for. Maybe if you're thankful for us, you can sit and think about us for a while. Yeah, yeah you could. Um, get caught up on wrapping some gifts last minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you should do. Instead of just sitting, you should uh, finish a task. Ty, that gives me a great idea. For people that are going to finish tasks in this mm-hmm. last segment, maybe we'll just make the last segment just Christmas carols. That's actually a pretty awesome idea. Those are all public domain, right? Uh, Sure, we'll go with yes. I think <laughs> I think a lot of them are public domain. Yeah, yep. so. Man. But they won't be ones that you've downloaded on um, any file sharing websites, though. Oh, heavens no. Time. No. Heavens no. <laughs> Good. They're, Good. they're probably going to be ones I received for for Christmas because. Oh. Okay. What a terrible Christmas gift would be a compilation of Christmas carols. <laughs> oh, that would be the worst. Yeah. By that time, you're just so burnt out of Christmas carols mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Do you ever listen to Christmas music? Um. You know, I, I have the the radio station on right now at home. I like I'm not listening to it right now, but I have my radio station set on my radio, and then before I leave the house, I turn on the radio for the dogs so that uh, they don't go nuts over every little sound they hear. So yeah. the last minute when I'm when I'm in the house, I hear a Christmas carol, and then I'll walk home mm-hmm. into my home, and then there's a nice carol usually playing. Ah, uh, that's a nice way to enter your house. Yeah, and you know they get the tree lit up and everything. I bet, I bet your dogs are Christmas crazy, though. They are Christmas crazy, especially just hearing the same 12 songs all day long. Yeah, they're going to be driven insane by the Christmas spirit is what they're going to – what's going to happen to them. Do you have a favorite Christmas carol that you can think of, Ty? Um, Actually, um, yeah, I have a favorite Christmas song. And it's uh, Christmas Time is Here from um, the Charlie Brown Christmas special. See, I'm not, I don't know if I'm familiar with that one. But I, I, I do like the Peanuts theme, which somehow strangely has gone into the, uh, the Christmas Carol um, catalog. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, the, 
the guy who did the music for Peanuts is Vince Guaraldi, and he's like a awesome, just kind of jazzy. Uh, I mean, it is, it is jazz. It's just like really snappy, um, really smooth, awesome jazz. And that, like, I don't think anybody gives enough credit to that show for how awesome the music is. It's really good. That's it's my favorite Christmas album too. Like every Christmas, I put that on. That's cool. Yep. Oh, hey, I know a really good carol that we can throw at the end of this is, um, yeah. how about Many Killers, uh, what is it, what's the song that he sings, uh, oh, yeah, what is it? Uh, Twinkle Twinkle Christmas. Twinkle Twinkle Christmas. <laughs> oh, my goodness, yeah, we could put that on there for sure. So look forward to that. Hey, Ty, that's a really good idea, dude, for... So just so we stay in the limelight here with with the podcast, yeah, yeah. whenever we're too busy to do things, maybe we'll just just make a, a podcast for people that want to do tasks and just play, <laughs> just play like just nothing really, just all public domain shit. Yeah, definitely. So it'll be like we had a release, but we really just don't have to expend the energy on it. Yeah, dude. I think that that's really an excuse to get really lazy with this, just like... We're not going to do a third segment, so anybody that has any tasks to do, just listen to mm-hmm. this. Yeah, definitely. Or we could uh, we could do like the center, the middle segment is the is the task section. That way, they're guaranteed to come back. <laughs> and they're they're going to do it because they have to listen through it to get to the third segment, not because they can't skip. Obviously, no way you can't skip. No, come on, man. That'd be great. Like I'd be, I'd be just like wanting to listen to a podcast and be like, man, I don't, I don't have any tasks to do right now. This was my task. <laughs> I wanted to listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what a great idea. Do you do you have a favorite Christmas Carol? Um, there are there are some of them that I I list that I like. I I don't know if I can. If I can name one right off the top of my head, I know I like that one um, that's like Paul McCartney, where he's like, "Wonderful Christmas time." Isn't that Do Paul you McCartney? Like that song? Yeah, yeah, it is. I actually don't like that song. Yeah, I know it gets pretty repetitive, but yeah, I think I, that's what it is for me. And uh, also the John Lennon one, where he's like, "So this is Christmas." Yeah, that's an awesome song. And a happy Definitely. new year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good song. I like the classics, man. I love the Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, Nat King Cole stuff. Oh, yeah. I hate new, like when artists try to make like a new Christmas album. Like a Sufjan Stevens Christmas album? Yeah, I actually didn't hear that, but I imagine that might actually be pretty good. It's it's 12 discs, Ty. Twelve discs, did you say? Yes. I think we've talked about this, have we? I don't think we have, no. I don't think we've ever talked about the Sufjan Stevens Christmas album. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, I've heard of it. Yeah, I bet that's actually pretty good. Let me see. I'll get it pulled up here. I I, I have the entire collection. Um. Uh, let me see, because he named all the discs, really. You can tell he, he's, it's like he started off really into it, and then by the end he just kind of like wanted to get it over with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, we have uh, Volume 1 is Noel, Volume 2 is Hark, Volume 3 is Ding Dong, Volume 4 is Joy, and Volume 5 is Peace. And that was released in a five-volume set. And then mm-hmm. after that, he released uh, part two. So volume six is called Gloria. Volume seven is I Am Santa's Helper. Uh, let's see. Volume eight is Infinity Voyage, and it looks like it's got like a transformer <laughs> on the front of it. Just ridiculous. Um, volume nine is Let It Snow, and it's got a little boy taking a shower on the front of it. Mm-hmm. And then um, volume ten is Christmas Unicorn. So he really wow. took a strange turn there. Yeah, volume eight, it sounds like he was doing LSD or something. <laughs> Infinity Voyage. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I, he kind of uh, dropped off. I like. I thought his whole plan was to make um, 
like an album for every state. And he did like two and that was it. Yeah, he did Illinois and Michigan and then he did um he did one about Brooklyn called the the BQE. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, other than that, I think he just he just kind of stopped and he That would be really cool if you could do all of the states, but man, that would be such a that'd be such a job. Yeah, that would be, huh? Did we you know, did we ever talk about um you know Danielson family? No, I don't believe so. Uh, okay, you should check out Danielson. Um, it's Daniel. Like it depends what release it is, but it's either Danielson or Danielson Family. You'd probably enjoy some of it. Um, it's yeah. There's a documentary about him actually, and Sufjan Stevens uh, played drums for them for a little bit, and then he. Uh, and then he went off on his own. But he started, like, his first release was on Danielson's label. And Danielson is, like, this, uh, it's this, they're Christians. Um, but they're, like, really, he's really quirky and he's kind of like an art student. But they're definitely Christians. And a lot of their releases are are pretty much, uh, like, evangelical, like, almost preaching to you. Um, but the music is like really good and really strange. Um, and his voice, he's got this really high pitched, strange, squealy voice. Um, so yeah, check it out. And if you check it out, check out, um, their album, Fetch the Compass Kids. Okay. I'll do that. You said Daniel, is that a Danielson or a Danielson family release? Uh, I believe that's Danielson family. Okay, cool. And it's F-A-M-I-L-I-E. Oh, Nice. But yeah, there's a there's a documentary called Daniel the Danielson Family or something like that, um, which is pretty good. I'll have to check that out, man. Yeah. So yeah, dude, you it's too bad you're not here right now. You're missing out on a bunch of really cool concerts that are coming to town. Yeah. Oh man, I've kind of been keeping updated on what's going on over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you going to anything or? Well, I was going to try to go to Neutral Milk Hotel, but that sold out in like two seconds. Did it? Yeah, I bet it did. But I am going to see the Black Angels and Rocky Erickson. Oh, that's sick, yeah. Yeah, dude, it's going to be pretty amazing. That's at the Firebird, too. Really? That's totally awesome, yeah. I I miss the Firebird, like, so much. Oh, I know. It's it's such a such a great venue. It's like... I love I love how the 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 caliber of musicians that they get there, but plus it's just you can get up so close to them, and you know it's it's so mm-hmm. I don't know just so, such an intimate setting. Yeah, it is definitely the pageant was my favorite for a while, but Firebird takes over big time. Yeah, and uh, I've never gone to see El Monstero, but I would have liked to have seen them. They always do the whole like Christmas shows around this time of year. Um, the Pink mm-hmm. Floyd tribute band. Yeah, I was, I was just looking at the pageant um, calendar right now. They're all over it for Christmas. They sell out like every year, though. Yeah, I wonder why around Christmas. What's that about? I don't know. It's just a tradition that they do. It's not like the the show's not really Christmassy at all. Hmm. But. Yeah, just looking at uh, what's going on at the Firebird right now. Yeah, dude, and you would have loved the Bonnie Prince Billy show too. They had a, a the band that opened for them was called the Bitchin' Bajas, mm-hmm. and they were they were just like they had two organs and a guy playing flute and uh, like then a saxophone, and there were hardly any vocals. They just played like musical pieces. Mm-hmm. And you were sitting there like, I wonder like how high they were whenever they wrote this song, because it would just be going for 10 minutes and it's just an atmospheric song. And then he comes in with the flute and he's like, just like making <laughs> weird noises with it. Yeah, that's awesome. And then they would just stop for a second. That's whenever you know it's time to clap because that piece is over. And they they did three of them and it, they were on stage for like a half an hour. Mm-hmm. And then finally they get up because each time they they didn't say anything to the crowd like they're not like what's up St Louis hey we're the bitch and Bahas man check out our new album it's it should mm-hmm. be out in stores now this is a single off the uh, off the track or whatever but uh, they would get up and then like the one dude would just pick up a guitar and then he would just start hitting like really weird notes on the guitar 
And then after the the half hour was up, the guy just stood up like he he messed with like his amplifier and turned the knobs, and then he turned around, and there was such a silence in the room because nobody knew what to think. And then the guy goes, "Yeah, we we don't have any other songs." So, and then everybody's <laughs> like, they started clapping. Oh, cool, good show. That's awesome. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it was a good time. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I'm looking at the... There's so much good shit. Like, a couple, a few days before, uh, the Black Angels is phosphorescent. Mm-hmm. And that dude's really good. Um, Calm Trues, but that's like a... You've heard of Calm... Have you heard of Calm Trues? Oh, yeah, it's, it's sort of like... Sort of like in the in the Black Moth vein a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he's... A little yeah, bit poppier. Yeah, he's in February. I'd, God, I would be going to that for sure. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Huh. But yeah, I do miss going to shows, but what are you going to do? Well, Stephen King hasn't come here yet, so you got that on us. That's true. Stephen King has not come there. Hey, I remembered another story, too, from uh, that he told he somebody asked him like what the coolest um thing that it's ever happened to him or what the best experience of his life was and he said like in the 80s in the early 80s uh bruce springsteen um i guess his people contacted stephen king and said like hey bruce wants to meet you and stephen king was just like blown away he was like starstruck he's like yeah hell yeah let's do this so they set up uh like a dinner dinner date or whatever so they go to this restaurant for dinner um, and they're just hanging out and, uh, there's some, when they walk in there, there's like a girl, there's like a little, there's like a teenage girl sitting with her parents kind of across the restaurant and she looks up at them and her eyes just go like completely wide. Um, and they're sitting there and she's watching them the whole time. And then finally she gets up and starts walking over and Bruce Springsteen pulls out like his Sharpie with a marker and he's like all ready to give her an autograph or whatever and she completely ignores Bruce Springsteen and zeroes in on Stephen King and gets Stephen King's autograph and doesn't even even know who Bruce Springsteen is. Oh, that's awesome. So that was like that was the coolest thing that ever happened to him apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine that man? Especially if you're Bruce, you're so used to people coming up and uh asking you for your autograph. Yeah, right. Man. <laughs> Yeah, that would be pretty sweet, man. All right, well, Ty, I don't know. We've been talking for about an hour here, man, and uh, I don't know. It looks like Skype is starting to slow you down a little bit. I'm, I'm getting a little bit of lag over here on my end. Oh yeah, a little bit. Uh-huh. So, what do you think? You want to you want to tie the bow on this Christmas special? Yeah, we can do that. Tie it up and set it under the tree. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. And. As a special gift to all the listeners, Ty, as we mentioned, we are going to uh, leave the last segment for you to make it your own with uh, any tasks that you have to get done. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. our that's our gift to you. It is. Put on a little music for you. Just uh, pull out those presents, start wrapping them, or start uh, decorating. If you haven't decorated yet, you should have. You should at least put a string of lights on. At least one string of lights somewhere. Yeah, and I would like to, I would like to hope to think that Oh, there's a weird echo now. Oh, is there? I can't hear it. Wow. Okay. Anyways, no, I would like to think that there are children that are sitting around an old-fashioned radio listening to us at some point. Um and if that's going on somewhere, you can take this last uh this third segment and make it your own. You can pretend like you're us and uh, have your own your own CSP episode. Yeah, you could. You could. You could sit down with your friends. Um, you could be rock. You could be Rocky and Ty. Mm-hmm. Or one of us. One of them could be Ty, and then somebody could be Evil Knievel. Like if they, if you want to incorporate somebody else into the show and get me oh, out yeah, of it, you could have a special guest. Yeah. That would be cool, man. Yeah, so there's tons of possibilities. Anyways, we want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. Our gift to you. Thank you for listening. Um, I guess I'll get going. I'm going to go to Gordman's and get some Christmas gifts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gordman's is so sweet. Dude. I love that store. Yeah, that store has everything, huh? They do. 
and I, I got it all. I'll get I, like if I ever had a hot date, I'd go there first and just spray myself down with expensive cologne because you can test all the cologne. Oh, that's a good idea, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, I do that all the time. I go there and like I spray my jacket with a whole bunch of cologne so it stays on there. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm wearing a hat, I take the hat off and spray it with cologne. <laughs> that's such a good idea. Like if you just happen to be out and you're just like, God, I need to smell good right now. Yeah. To Gordman's, just swing by there, or like if you're if you're uh, going to like a big business interview or something, um, stop mm-hmm. off there first. Just spray yourself down with cologne, and then you know you smell great. Perfect. It really took a lot of thought for us to put this together, but I, I think we uh, I think it's a really good gift and a good call on our part, Ty. I think it is too, and uh, yeah, definitely hang out with your families. Appreciate your families. Um, yeah, and just get into the Christmas spirit, man. Well said. All right, so from all of us here at CSP, have a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
have just listened to Complete Sentences with Ty and Rocky K. Please feel free to email us at completesentencespod at gmail.com.